Hey, Kevin Draves here with the Howl for Diamond Box Bluetooth speakers. I got to tell you, I play basketball at the gym down the road for me all the time. And sometimes I go late at night. I bring my Diamond Box. And now they're introducing three new systems. The new L2, XL2, and M2 all feature stereo sound by themselves or split stereo sound with wireless syncing of two units for a live sound experience. Loud enough for any environment. And I kid you not, you could play this at low volume and you'll hear it in any room of your house. This is the most powerful Bluetooth boombox speaker on the market today. Check them out on Twitter at Diamond Box Co. That's box with two X's, Diamond Box Co. Tonight, you folks at home and we here in the Coliseum will watch history in the making. The first game ever for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Happy 2019 from the den. It may be a new year, but you are still listening to the best in the world, The Howl. We would like to welcome you if this is your first time or if you're a regular listener to the Nothing But Net channel here on Dash Radio. Nothing But Net is a channel like no other featuring all teams and all topics from everybody's favorite sport, basketball. The Howl is brought to you by our wonderful supporting partners, Rhymesayers Entertainment, the pinnacle of underground hip-hop worldwide, Studio 23, where passion reigns supreme, Isabel Street Heat, adding a bit of spice into your everyday life. All audio equipment on The Howl is brought to you by Rode Microphones, studio quality with easy accessibility since 1973. Quarter three of The Howl here on Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel. This is our 2K all-day segment. With the December 15th free agent signing restriction uh, that has now passed, uh, teams are able to sign, or, or sorry, trade uh, people that they signed as free agents over the summer. Uh, one of those names that's been thrown around a lot is Golden State Warriors guard D'Angelo Russell. Potentially turn that into somebody uh, that can help that Golden State Warriors team when Steph and Clay both come back. Now, uh, one of the things that's, that's also been discussed here recently is, you know, the difference for Golden State in waiting until the summer or doing it before the deadline. 
you know, what's the, what's the benefits and, uh, a, a good friend of mine, I've known him for years, Dane Moore, uh, who is uh, part of zone coverage and, and has his own pod, which by the way, uh, if you want somebody who is deep inside this Timberwolves organization, uh, to listen to other than, other than the howl, Dane Moore is your, is your go-to. Uh, but he says even here, uh, you golden state could increase their trade exception from 17.2 million to 21 and a half, uh, in a D'Angelo Russell to Minnesota trade. Uh, and then they could use that, uh, that trade exception on a handful of players. Now, how do they get that from 17.2 to 21 and a half? Uh, so it would be uh, Gorgie Jang, Jarrett Culver, and then what? Probably a pick or two, Rob, like a first and a second? It's Yeah, I guess it's going to kind of vary depending on what their needs are and what they decide they want to get. I've been in numerous uh, arguments with people on Twitter about uh, what should or should not be included in a potential deal. Ultimately, what I think makes sense for both teams, you're probably going to go with. Um, so obviously, like we talked about Gorgie Jang is the most important piece, yep. I think, uh, at least according to what what Dane's going off of. And so you start with him, but then I think Culver and Picks yeah. is where it kind of – I think that's where you – is it Culver and Picks? Uh, the other hot name, of course, is Rocco, which uh, some people that I trust pretty heavily don't feel that's the name that's going to happen. Um, friend of the show, Talal, uh, who we talk to on Twitter sometimes, he's been on – we've interviewed him before. Yep. He has said he heard from a source the Wolves' goal is to try to do it without Rocco, which – it's not surprising, but putting all things together, I just don't think Rocco is going to be included in a deal. And maybe that doesn't get us Russell. Maybe it doesn't. But I, I ultimately think if you're the Golden State Warriors, you can create this giant trade exemption. You can get Jarrett Culver, and you can get an unprotected first-round pick. That's a no-brainer yeah, to me. And it's exactly. not like Gorgie Jeng's a bad player. No. I think he just needs a, a situation where he's going to be able to thrive. And and the the this this year's Minnesota Timberwolves team, we've been, we've been able to see – some of what we saw out of the old Gorgie, uh, you know, At times for sure back in the day. Yep. And, and so we're starting to see a little bit more of that come around now. Now, before we get into our 2k SIM here, I want to go over some of these names that golden state could get, because I mean, it's, it's a who's who's list of, of players that they could get here. Yeah. With that exemption for sure. Uh, so at the bottom of this list, I mean, and, and I don't know if there's a specific order that Dane put this in, but, uh, working our way up, uh, guys like Bojan Bogdanovic, Evan Fournier, they could go out and get Aaron Gordon from the Magic, Julius Randle, DeMontis Sabonis, Miles Turner, Malcolm Brogdon, Victor Oladipo, uh, Gary Harris, Tim Hardaway Jr., Terry Rozier, and Zach Levine. So those are some guys that they could get with that trade exception. And the, the key there is could. He's not saying these are guys that are on the trading block. So we don't want people to at us or to at Dane and say, oh, this isn't this Correct. Is BS. But what we do think you should look at, read the article. Go on his podcast. Take, take a listen to that. It'll it'll give you more specifics. And if you look at this list, there's a couple guys on this list that are part of way underperforming teams. Uh, Zach Levine. Yeah. Uh, I think Aaron Gordon is a guy that could be on the move this year from Orlando if they don't start performing to the expectations of the fans in that city. I think. Well, I think that could be a potential move so that, that they make. That's the other uh, coin toss. There was like six teams that were mentioned as teams that. Put, are interested in Russell. So it was us. It was the Pistons, which I don't think that makes any sense. And I don't know what the, they don't think they have anything they can offer. There was the heat. Well, which, I mean, they, they do the Pistons. Yeah. What are, what are they going to offer that they actually are willing to trade Drummond? You think they're willing to trade Drummond? I think, I think the Pistons, they have a tough decision to make 
but that Pistons team, from what I see, it's for them, it's either they need to be a playoff contender or they need to start over. I think they're closer to the fire sale and the starting over than they are to being a consistent not, playoff if you contender. Trade for, if you trade for Russell, you're not really starting over. Plus, you're trading for a guy that you know doesn't want to be in colder weather, you are colder weather, and you don't have Carl Towns. If you had, if the only reason the Wolves are even considering this, I'm assuming, is because we have Carl Towns. Because why would you trade for a guy that you know doesn't necessarily want to be in that type of situation? But, so but for Golden Pistons, State, it just makes for, no sense. But for Golden State, it doesn't matter if they can get Andre Drummond to pair with Stephen Clay. I'm just saying they're one. They're 100% I don't think there's do any it. chance the Pistons are involved in this because I don't think they have the pieces I, to offer. I agree. I don't think ultimately that the Pistons are the team. But I'm saying they could. They could offer. They could dangle a guy like Blake Griffin. Andre Drummond, I think his contract is coming up and expiring soon. So, I mean, that's another motivator for them is to get something out of it. Who cares if they hang on to D-Russ? They could dangle him as trade bait with the Wolves or something. I mean, well, like, like, that's the other thing, too. That's just complicating it too much. It I don't, is, I don't think they're going to be involved. If, if they don't want to let Drummond walk away for nothing, they got to do something. And that's, that's a move that could make sense for them. Ultimately, my point was I don't think the Pistons are going to be involved when push comes to shove. We talked about and the reason I bring this up is because you mentioned Aaron Gordon. I reached out to some of uh, some other shows that are on our station, guys that are real tied into the uh, Orlando Magic, and they don't think that they're going to be major players for a guy like Russell. And if they were to get involved, it would be low ball offers. They're not going to include any big names. Aaron Gordon is one name that was that they mentioned maybe, but if you're the Golden State Warriors, are you going to make that trade as if it's not picks and it's really just Aaron Gordon? You're not. Like, you're not going to do that, especially if the Wolves come and offer a deal like we're talking about, where now you're talking about, like, look at it this way. If you're the Golden State Warriors and you can have Aaron Gordon in, like, a filler piece, or you can go to the Wolves, you can get Gorgie Jang, an unprotected first, Jarrett Culver, and trade exemption, as we talked about. You can go and make a deal for, like you said, an Aaron Gordon, a Zach Levine, someone like that. So I think the key piece in this whole thing, as Dane talks about, is going to be that trade exemption. And I think that puts you ahead of the game over some of these other teams that have been mentioned as potential landing spots because that's been the big argument people have with me is, first of all, they're not even willing to take the time to understand this whole aspect of the trade exemption. They're just like, well, wouldn't, wouldn't you rather have, you know, they'll throw out like a, like a Jonathan Isaac or an Aaron Gordon or whoever. The Magic aren't offering those players. And well, so, and it's and it's like you can have more money to be able to afford one of those guys. Exactly. So you can you can acquire pieces, you can acquire picks, and then you can go out and try to make an offer for a guy like Aaron Gordon to yep. roll with those guys. Now, so, now, for me, in all honesty, Rob, I think if I'm Golden State, the way that I see things now, uh, they need to find themselves a wing or a four. Because here's the way that I, I see things playing out for them. Obviously, Steph and Clay come back. Draymond hits free agency. I think they let him walk. I think Draymond wants too much money. He's had a really, really reduced uh, statistical season so far this year. I don't see it getting better. And I think that with the money that he's going to ask for, Golden State can do so much better in the first place. So, one name for, for everybody to look out for for Golden State right now to take is James Wiseman, a guy that we've picked up in the Sims in 2K a lot. He's a, a really good, good player as a freshman. He is one of those guys that right now seems like a for sure one and done. Um, another name that I'm going to throw out, and I'll get to why in a little bit, is Daniel Oturu from Minnesota. I'll get to that in a second. But 
Uh, Golden State, I think if they move on from D'Lo, they acquire things from the Wolves, and then they go to look, look for them to try to acquire a three or a four, uh, somebody under contract for a while, because a guy like James Wiseman, with where they're going to be picking in the draft, is going to be available, and that's a, that's a guy that they like. Now, in the off chance that James Wiseman is unavailable, uh, look for a guy like Daniel Oturu. He's sophomore big man from Minnesota. Uh, I've seen reports that he is, uh, because of the stellar season that he's having already this year, uh, especially with the Gophers upsetting number three, Ohio State, uh, Oturu has already slid into the late first round of the 2020 draft if he were to declare. Uh, I've seen other reports say that if he continues the play that he's on right now, he could easily be a lottery pick. Uh is a big guy. He's a good defensive guy. He's good rebounder. Not the best in the scoring side of things. He can score, uh, but we've seen him also get bullied a little bit in the paint. But for guys like Steph and Clay, you need somebody that can play defense and rebound. Look at what Draymond did. And they, uh, they're going to have options too because not only will they have – any of the picks they get in a trade, but their own pick. Exactly. Especially, and this is another reason why they should trade Russell sooner than later, if you have Russell, your team's going to find ways to beat certain teams. He's that good. Without Russell, if you throw in, just as an example, Jang, Culver, and a future first, and let's say a future second, your team's going to be worse. You're gonna ha- your pick is going to be better. Exactly. This should be a season that you're not trying to win because there's no benefit to you to winning. You're not going to go deep in the playoffs. You're missing Curry and Thompson maybe for the whole season. Well, I mean, Thompson for the whole season for Curry, sure. Curry, they're not, they might bring him back. But to me, it's like... Well, and here's the thing. I think Steve Kerr is just saying that so he doesn't get fined by the NBA. I mean, really, if the season continues on the trend it is for Golden State, he's not going to play another game this season. There's no point to it. They're not risking, they're not risking a franchise guy for multiple, multiple years because of a couple games that don't matter in the, uh, in the regular season in the you West. Know, one thing people have brought up, they said, the reason why you keep Russell is because you want people to like show up to games and you want to still make money there. But long term, there's just no benefit there. If, Absolutely if you, not. If you, if you were to finish as, as an example, let's say you finish as like the sixth or seventh pick because you held on to Russell, because you were more competitive, when you could have traded him, given the reins to a guy like Jared Culver, see what you have with him right away. And now we're talking maybe you're the worst team in the league. Maybe you're two or three you want those. You want those odds. It's such a good draft, yeah. and drafts are always top heavy. It never seem, it never really matters how good or how deep you think a draft is. It's always top heavy for the most part. Where that's where all the like you want the chance to get a James Wiseman or someone like that. So to me, it's a no brainer, and that's why we're doing this whole simulation here. And that's why I will say we're not including Robert Covington because they don't want. They, I don't think they want that money on the books. I get that he's a good player. Well, it is a very team friendly contract when you it look is, at but, it. If you look at it this way, I think they'd rather have that freedom to sign a guy that's gonna that is already making uh, more money because he's deserving. Also, the one thing I want to add: you mentioned Draymond Green. He literally just signed a, a contract extension for oh, four he? years uh, in August. How did I miss that? I don't know. Man, so he's under contract for a while, which is the whole reason why I've been saying you can't have three max guys that are that are guards. To go along with Green, it just doesn't make sense. You have to have your roster formulated better than that. It just doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. And so, uh, to me, I saw someone the other day. They go, well, they're going to want to hold on to him because they want to be able to see if the Clay, if Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, and, and him can all coexist together and if it's successful. I'll tell you right now, they don't need to do that because it's not successful. It's not going to work. You can't have three max guys all that are guards. 
It's just not gonna. It's not gonna pay off. My God, Draymond is hella overpaid right now. Mm-hmm. Five year, one hundred eighteen million dollar contract. It's Man, funny. that's ridiculous. He, I, I, I can kind of see why I missed that because I just, I mean, yeah, it's Draymond playing on now a really crappy Warriors team. I mean, he was my guy coming to the draft, but now I'm just over him. I just, I'm, I'm. Well, I'm it, but here's the thing: when he's when he's with guys like Steph and Clay, when he's the third option. He's a good option. He's a good defender and a good rebounder. And now if the Warriors go out and they draft James Wiseman, knowing this, now you move Draymond to the four. That's not that's not bad. That's really not bad. And well, you can run Draymond at the them. five when you run small ball. That's always been a thing for them, too, is they don't generally have a true center. James Wiseman would give them that. Oh you know, my. How many James times Wiseman has, has that Steph been the issue? Be nasty. Yeah. So that'd be a lot of fun. Or they hold out for Chet Holmgren. Yeah, for Chet Holmgren. He's wait, been good. Wait like five years, four years, three years. So we already started uh, in the background while we've been discussing this. We already started our simulations uh, for the season. Now, of course, the way 2K is set up, we did uh, we did do the trade like pr- prior to the season actually starting. We also traded uh, Jeff Teague. Uh, we also traded Trivion Graham. We just did a bunch of little trades, picked up just some like minimum veterans, Nothing crazy. The one thing I like to do when I do these, by the way, is I do make a change. Kata Bates D up in this game is not very good. They have they have very much now they've it's weird. He's a ninety five for intangibles, which is weird. Um, but like they don't have him as a great rebounder. They don't have they, they make it seem like he's kind of an idiot. They make him have bad hands and things like that that aren't the case with him. He's a very solid player. Not a great player, but so we upped him to a seventy six overall as opposed to like the seventy two he was at. And well and, and to be fair more, to to be fair to 2K, there wasn't a lot of fill on KBD playing in the regular season. Uh, they haven't done a ratings adjustment for him at all based off no, of what not he's yet. done this Cause year. Because when they made their first ratings adjustment, he hadn't played yet. But for anyone that's watched him play, we know he's better than that. Not He's not some amazing player, but at yeah, 23 years a, old... He's not a Hall of Famer. It's, it's A 76, I think, is more fair than what they actually had him ranked. I'd agree with that. Um, the other thing we made changes to is... The, the thing that 2K's done this year as opposed to future years is that I think they've done a weird thing with morale and chemistry. So we actually changed those a little bit. So the difficulty for morale and chemistry is a little lower. But then the effect is a little higher. So we, we tried to make it a little like more. Because for some reason, what would happen is you'd have all your, like, you'd have, like, your G League guys, and they'd be angry that they're not, like, f- playing all the time, which makes no sense. Like, yes. Keelan Martin's not sitting in the G League upset. He's happy that he got a chance. He's on a two-way deal, and he's, and he's happy that somebody's saying, all right, you don't need to go to Europe to play like you did last year. You can play here, and we're going to give you a shot. So, like, Ernaz Reed, they're not mad. They're very pleased with what, they, what they've able to accomplish. They're very happy to be a member of the Timberwolves. And so 2K just made that a little more difficult than they needed to. And so we, we did a switch there as well. So those are the two – those are, the I guess, the couple of tweaks we made that we hadn't done in the past. So It makes sense. So far, uh, it's been a, a pretty. It's been pretty good. Seventeen and eight, very very solid. As we're hitting the, uh, actually, we're basically hitting right now. Uh, we just passed the seventeenth of December, so we're we're basically right around the time that Which we're sitting right now. Which correctly predicted a loss to the Clippers. It did. It did uh, unfortunately pick a, a loss to the uh, Pelicans as well, but I don't think that's going to happen. Now, again, we turn off injuries when we do these simulations. So, for example, the Pelicans have Zion Williamson. If they had Zion and if they had been had him all season, that would be a much better Pelicans team. We've uh, been offered a, a number of uh, interesting trades. 
but nothing too amazing. We did get offered Kyle Lowry, but we'd have to give up Russell to do that, which makes no sense. Uh, Drew Holiday, we'd have to give up Andrew Wiggins, which I'm not willing to do. Will Barton uh, is an interesting trade, but why would I give up Covington and a second when Covington's the better player? Amen to that. So, a uh, couple of things while we're while we're going through the sim here, Rob. Speaking of 2K, uh, 2K20 just actually updated their uh, playlist. So, soundtrack update number one. Uh, it's the dynamic soundtrack update. You can find it on Spotify as well. Uh, now features artists uh, such as Drake, Two Chains, Gangstar, Idris Elba. Uh, 1K few, 24K golden. Uh, Aegis Alba Carter. has a track. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Yep. Uh, Mr. V, Maxine Ashley. So you can uh, you can actually pull up if you go to NBA 2K20's Twitter. It gives you a link to the playlist on Spotify. Otherwise, it does update in the game. Uh, they did push a a pretty sizable patch through uh, a few days ago. Patch number nine uh, addressed an issue with anima- uh, animations getting unequipped, which that was actually an issue with uh, one of my players. Uh, hot zones are being properly reflected now. Uh, the proper amount of boosts are now consumed, which is good because I won uh, 60 in each category as a daily spin, and they all went away rather quickly. Uh, my team users can sub in their bench lineup in one action. And when two players form a duo in my team, their badge upgrades are now visible on the player card. So patch nice nine is live as of a few days ago. Now, one thing we're going to do as uh, we're letting the simulation go that we, we, we don't do this every week, but we're going to do it this time is uh, during the actual simulation portion, instead of going away, I thought it'd be a good opportunity to go over some, some talkers, maybe some Howell hot takes, things like that. So I'm going to throw some things at you here while we're waiting for the game uh, to get to the trade deadline. So uh, first thing, did you see the Luka Doncic injury? I did, and that hurt my heart really badly. I mean, do you remember a few years ago, Ricky Rubio, where he had the, the injury where his ankle like touched the ground? Yeah, wasn't that, it looks wasn't that like with that. Kobe against Kobe? You know, that was no, the ACL. That was, a, that was, that the, was ACL. the ACL. Don't even get me started on that injury. But, I mean, so Luka Doncic, I mean, I've got the picture right here on my phone, and it like it legitimately looks like his ankle like basically touches the ground. And they said it's, it's not as severe as they thought. He might miss two weeks. That's, that's huge. That's crazy. I mean, I don't care if you're – like, we're all Wolves fans here, but I'm also a fan of just good basketball in the NBA. I want Doncic playing. Now, I'm not a big Doncic fan because I don't like how much he complains. He cries nonstop when you watch him, and I, I don't like that. That's, uh, granted, that's the European style of basketball. That's, that's how a lot of those like, – if you watch European basketball or European soccer, that's – complaining is a big thing. I'm not a fan of that. That's not – that's kind of not the way I like to see guys play, but you still you still want him healthy. You want he's, him playing. He's incredibly dynamic so for this league. It's good that it was not a long term injury. I mean, that makes a big difference. And yep. He'll be back uh, very soon and able to uh, uh, you know dominate the league as he's been doing. So that's uh, good to see there. Uh, so uh, we talked about. I mentioned Howell hot takes. There's a lot of. Uh, I mean, Twitter's full of hot takes. So a really funny thing was uh, last night there was a Bucks fan. And he tweeted out, Bucks fans, would we give up Dante DiVincenzo for Robert Covington? Which, that's all it says, right? There's nothing else there. So I, of course, called this guy and said, uh, you know, early leader for dumbest tweet of the week goes to this guy. He gets very defensive, calls me names, and then he makes an addendum to his tweet. And he says, well, obviously I meant in a larger deal, not just straight up. And I'm like, well, how would anyone know that? Right. He got so much flack for it, he deleted it. <laughs> Yes, sir. So I found that very, very amusing. Uh, another one that was interesting to me 
and and I'm not I'm choosing not to call these guys out just because I had some conversations with them. But another guy, uh, Wolves fan actually, and he we had a I was having a conversation in regards to um, Travis Lauchek. He made a list of players uh, that he would want to target as far as um, you know. Now it's December fifteenth. Who are some players you might want to go after? Obviously, number one's D'Angelo Russell. Number one with a bullet, of course, makes too much sense. The other guy that was kind of high up on the list, uh, Drew Holiday was another one, which I get, although I don't know that I'm all in on a guy like Drew Holiday because of his injury history. There's some issues there. He's older. But the name on the list that jumps off to me is Lonzo Ball because he's not like he's not a world beater right now. He's not. It's not like he's playing just amazing basketball, but he's putting up so it's per 36 numbers were 10 points, six rebounds, seven assists. Sorry, 13 points, six rebounds, seven assists. Uh, 34% from three, which is his career high. I mean, he's not a great free throw shooter, but here's the thing. This guy calls me out and says that I'm wrong. It'd be stupid to trade for Lonzo, and this is why he says it's stupid. He says it's dumb because why would we want someone so bad at free throw shooting? He's shooting like 50%. Here's the problem with that. How many free throws do you think he shoots on average in a game? Five, six. One. He shoots one. So why do I care what his free throw percentage is? Accurate. It's one. It's one free throw. So it's not a big part of his game. And when you have guys like Towns, Wiggins, maybe Russell or whoever, I think Lonzo Ball would make a ton of sense because you're buying low on a guy that's still very young. Granted, still has some injury concerns. He seems to miss a lot of time. But I, for one... Would love if you're if let's say Russell's not in the cards because he's too expensive. You still need to do something to address that position, and Lonzo Ball would do that. Gives you a chance, and and it and if and it really matches up with some of the things that Rosas has done, going after guys like Noel Vonley, Jordan Bell, guys that really uh, not that they didn't get a fair shake, but they in their first uh, you know their first stint in the league so far, it hasn't gone maybe as planned. Lonzo Ball makes a lot of sense. And, you know, people talk about the baggage of Lamar. That's just not there anymore. You don't hear it as much. Lonzo's really stepped up behind the scenes. Um, Not that I watch Ball in the Family or any of that stuff, but I've seen clips of him saying, kind of stepping up to his dad, and his dad kind of saying some stuff back at him. And so I think think that's one of those things where you don't have to worry about it as much. So I personally would, would really welcome a trade for Lonzo Ball, just given the difference in price between him and a guy like Drew Holiday or Russell. I think is huge. Yeah, absolutely. And this is, but this is where the hot take comes. Not only the free throw thing, which is real stupid. He said Lonzo Ball is not an upgrade to Jeff Teague. What? Lonzo Ball is legitimately one of the better defenders in the league at his position. Jeff Teague is is trash. I mean, I don't know how anyone could have that opinion. I I I can I can see both sides of it. I mean. Do we want the whole of our ball drama if he be- decides to become an issue? Because I have a feeling he would not be happy with uh, Minnesota being the destination. I feel like LeVar has kept his mouth shut because of the the potential that that Pelican squad has. Um, and I, I mean, that's not saying that we don't have potential, but uh, I just that's not something I want to see. But I we do desperately need an upgrade over Jeff Teague. By the way, um, so we're sitting at the trade deadline. I made those changes to morale. Had no effect whatsoever. So Nas Reed, restless. Jalen Noel, uncertain. Uh, we picked up Milos Teodosic. Oh God. Didn't matter. He's upbeat. Jordan Bell is discouraged. Jake Lehman is disturbed. Which, can we say, maybe that should be changed. I don't think disturbed is the right word. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Uh, I just don't, to me, I don't get that because these are players that 
knew their role in real life and, and their virtual counterparts are way too into whatever it is. So I'm, I'm not a big fan of the way that's set up. And I actually turned it down to like 10%. That's crazy. So it looks like there's no way to fix that. I would say that's a big issue that 2K has done yeah, this year. Fix, fix that, 2K. So we are 30 and 20. I don't know that there's any trades we necessarily have to make. Um, looking at the game plan. So our starters currently are D'Angelo Russell, Andrew Wiggins, Robert Covington. Uh, we do have Zach Randolph. Zebo. Uh, Carl Towns, uh, Katie Bates is he's playing sixth man minutes. He's playing good minutes. Uh, no Vonley's playing well. Uh, so Jake Lehman is not playing. So that might be why he's that's mad. probably the issue. So unfortunately, with the one that we did not do, we normally do this is we upgrade Ryan Saunders a little bit because I don't think that they've done him justice as far as uh, the way they've set him up. Accurate. They have him as just like being not great at anything, which for anyone that's aware of Ryan Saunders, I mean. He understands modern basketball. He is like a great coach for that. And we, that we really need to to stop already calling for the head of Ryan Saunders. Uh, I don't I'm get looking, that. Why are people I'm looking at that? every Minnesota Timberwolves Facebook group that I unfortunately am a part of. They are all calling for the heads of Ryan Saunders. I saw three posts over the weekend saying, what can we get for Cat? Like they're trying to fire sale this team and getting rid of Cat. And they're talking about trading Cat like we're going to get back a second round pick, which, oh, it's just, it's, I mean, that, that, that just irks me to my core. The whole thing is just so ridiculous to me. I just don't, I don't know where people are coming from with, with, with comments like that. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, some, some people should not follow sports. Also another reason why I don't go on Facebook much because uh, you get a lot of crap. It's, it's horrible. You really do. Um, the, the, moving on from just the wolves specifically, did you happen to see, and I think this is one of the funniest things, so the uh, the most recent uh, uh, thing, you know, so obviously Chris Paul. Uh, and actually, this is a good – we can touch oh, on pi- this now. Pile of scum, Chris Paul. So we can touch on this now because we're not – for this week's show, we weren't planning on really doing necessarily like a full-on um, review preview segment because who wants to talk about the six straight losses? Yep. So going I sure, through I, – I, I sure don't. And no one wants to hear about it. So we're going to kind of go through an abridged version and just kind of touch base on some of the games. But uh, the one thing I want to start on, because we didn't really talk on this because we didn't go live last week, but the Thunder game and the Jersey conspiracy. Oh, untucked gate? So obviously you saw that. Did you then see a game or two later where they called two delay game penalties on Chris Paul and Chris Paul snapped? I did not. He goes, so there's a video of it, and he started yelling at the ref, and he goes, he goes, oh, and he goes, thanks, man. Yeah, you'll get on Sports Center for that. Good job, buddy. You're just trying to get on Sports Center or something like that. No, he's doing his job, which you specifically said is what you wanted. Yep. So, first of all, Chris so, Paul's so a piece Chris of shit. Chris Paul can dish, but he can't take. Correct. Like, don't don't call a penalty. Don't call that stuff of me. Now, it wasn't specifically. He wasn't called for the jersey, but he was called for delay a game, and it was my I, my understanding was it was a legitimate delay a game. It wasn't like they just made it up out of thin air. But this goes to where we're at now. Last night, and this is so so funny, Alfred Payton got called for the delay of game on Tuck Jersey, and the referee literally says to him, you can thank Chris Paul for that. Do you have video of that, by yep, chance? there is video of it. Okay, we're going to stop recording here in a second because I need to watch that. Yep, it's from Bleacher Report, um, so I'll show Kevin this quick, and then we will, uh, we'll come back at you in uh, just we'll, a second we'll make here. Sure but, we, we'll make sure we retweet this video from the Howell yep. account, too, because so, if it's as great as I think it is. To I'm me, gonna... that really tells you a lot about... Uh, what happened with Chris Paul. And I don't think they would have called it if it weren't for Chris Paul. 
Absolutely not. So they weren't I, even going to call it in the game against us. Yep. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't think they call it against us if Chris Paul doesn't cry about it. And the second he cries about it, they have no choice but to call it. So the and and, and uh, in addition to that, before we move on, before we, before I show you this video off air, the other portion of that, and this is something for anyone that's not aware, any close game they have the last two minute report, and if you watch that game, the 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 basket they score to tie the game, Jeff Teague. Is so a lot of people were mad that we didn't have someone taller go back on defense in transition. Watch the playback. Jeff Teague is clearly shoved on that play. Should have one hundred percent been a foul, and they wouldn't have scored the tying basket, and we still would have won the game. Last two minute report said it wasn't a foul. If you watch the replay, and I've sent it out from my account numerous times, he clearly gets shoved, and it's the only reason. He's open, and it's the only reason they're able to get a chance to tie the game. So referees completely dropped the ball in that game. I know a lot of people don't like to blame the refs, but I'm sorry. I will 100% blame the refs and Chris Paul for what and was Steven Adams. one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Yeah, Steven Adams, who, I, by the way, I really, really like. I'm a huge Steven Adams fan. As a person, there's lots of reasons to like him. But you know what? Don't call people out that are hurt for taking a little extra time to get their ice off their knees. Because that's what Steven Adams did. And that's that's BS. BS. It is technically a delay of game. Well, but so is how about your players not being ready for the no, free I know, throw? I know. I'm, so, just, I'm just saying. BS. And uh, that's where we're at. Uh, we'll come back at you in just a second here. You're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel, and we are the Howl. All right, so that's where we're at with that. Uh, that, we, that video is phenomenal. I retweeted it from uh, my, my actual account, so at the sports min. Um, so definitely watch it if you have not watched it yet. It's definitely, I would say it's definitely worth your time. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty hilarious. So that's where we're at with that. That game, uh, obviously there's reasons to be irked. But take that game out. And we've just been playing not great basketball lately. Now, I do think missing Jake Lehman has really hurt us. Uh, one thing people have been calling out is, is Josh Okoge. I saw someone say that when he dribbles, he is our, the worst offensive player in the league. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's not true. I get that he's out of control. I get that he has to fix that. But to say that he's the worst offensive player in the league once he dribbles is just stupid. He is very out of control. He is. And he is not shooting well. Well, he shoots well when he doesn't dribble. So, like, when catch and shoots and, and, and things of that nature, yeah. he's really good. And he hits some really clutch shots. So, does he need to improve? Of course. But Josh Okogie is a guy that I really don't want to move on from. I don't want him included in trades. I'm a huge fan of his. And I think the sky's the limit. His goal of being the, the best two-way player in the NBA, I actually think he could get there, but he has a lot of – like, he's not close. Yeah. He's not close. Not Let's close. Let's not pretend he's close because he's too out of control at times. But the same reason that he's out of control on offense is the same reason he's so good on defense because he hustles. He's always trying to make that big play. High motor. Yeah, so I appreciate what you're getting out of, out of him. So I'm not, I'm not too upset when it comes to that. But I mean, the only uh, bummer is like, just if we look at that draft, I mean, obviously, like where he was picked, I mean, maybe there was one or two other guys that you could that you could say you'd rather have at that spot instead of them. Um, But But very good value at pick 20 or whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, taking a look at the draft here. uh, So Kogi went 18. No, sorry. Yeah, he did go 20. Sorry. Uh, so some names that went after him, actually, I mean, Devonte Graham. Yeah, that'd be one of the few, but, he, but even then you, you, it was, this is the year is breakout year, right? 
Like yeah. you wouldn't have expected that. But in all honesty, actually, you know what? I'm pretty happy with this pick. There's not a good, there's not like because when you look, so I mean, aside, there's not a lot of names where you go. Gra- oh my god! Grayson gosh. Allen went one pick after, which yeah, he hasn't done anything. Mo Wagner, Robert Williams, Zan and Musa. Jalen Brunson, Devontae Graham, Mitchell Robinson, Gary Trent Jr. Gary I mean, Trent, or, um, I like Gary and Trent. It's, but... And it's probably still too early, but none of those names blow me off the page. You know what I mean? Nope. Agreed. Like, when you look at like a, a uh, you know, we took Gorgie, we could have had Giannis. Or like those kind of things. I mean, now because more time has well, no, passed. Well, Giannis went before Gorgie. It was Shabazz. Well, Shabazz. Yeah, sorry. But don't, don't do that. Sorry. Don't, don't do that. Sorry. <laughs> don't, don't hurt my That Shabazz. makes it even worse. Shabazz isn't in the league. Well, that's 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 neither here nor there. But of course, you going back and going back. No questions asked. You would take Giannis. I get that. And it might still be a little early, but that is one thing to kind of keep in mind too. So um, for me personally, injuries have plagued us throughout the season. Whether it was Cat missing games due to suspension, whether it was Wiggins missing games for deaths in his family, totally understandable. But that adds up. Napier missed a ton of time. That adds up. Yeah. Layman, Layman missed a ton of time. Yep. So all these injuries. All these issues have really added up, and we're a team that we can't afford to be missing anybody. It just doesn't work. I've seen people calling for Noah Vonley's name. They want him to play more. I've seen people ripping Jordan Bell. I've seen Jordan Bell, when Noah he plays, Vonley. it's a positive. Yeah. I don't know how anyone could watch him play and not be excited or not be happy he's playing for us. Because, because the, the stat book guys don't see him score enough, and so they assume that he's, don't do, that he's not doing anything. They don't look at the game from a full perspective. They want to see just the stats. Yep. I, just think, I think the whole thing is, is absolutely ridiculous. So we'll see what ends up happening. Uh, there's not a lot to touch on other than I think we can talk about uh, and, and maybe we'll wait on this. We'll, we'll come back in a second to talk about that. Let's go over superlatives here, Kevin. Perfect. So Giannis, surprise, surprise. He's your MVP. Almost always is. Yep. Uh, Rudy Gay, your sixth man of the year. Zion, your rookie of the year. Giannis is DPOY. Oh, no, Kawhi, sorry, Kawhi. Kawhi is. Sorry, Kawhi. And uh, Bam, Bam Adebayo, your most improved. Which he actually might win it this year. He's been phenomenal. He's been on a tear. Yep. Uh, Kenny Atkinson. Wins it all the time in this game. Yeah. Because, again, no one's hurt. Year. Keep that in mind. No one's hurt. So, uh, your Minnesota Timberwolves finished 51-31, and 31, which is phenomenal. Great. I would be super happy yep. with that. Uh, hold on. Go back to that first team. Nick I'm Vucevic. sorry. Nick Vucevic is your first team <laughs> center. Not happening. Obviously, Steph's not going to be a first team. Andre Drummond's your second team center? Well, Carl Towns did make third. I, actually, Over Embiid and Jokic. I'm very pleased that Embiid and Jokic are not on this list. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? Do they have and Anthony Davis? Bear. Do they have Anthony Davis as a forward then? Uh, he's has, they have him as a forward, yeah. Interesting. Chris all Paul right. makes all NBA third team? No chance. Absolutely not. No, Dame uh, Lillard's not making it. Probably. I don't think Dame Lillard makes it because their team's not doing well enough. All defensive first team. Uh, includes guys like Drew Holiday, Oladipo, Kawhi, and Giannis. Uh, Drummond, Anthony Davis, Paul George, Bledsoe makes all defense. Robert er, Covington never, never makes it, Yeah, which is really frustrating because I think he is, is good enough where he should probably make it. One guy that does not make uh, the list of rookies is Jared Culver with, uh, with the— Now, granted, in this scenario, as we say this, as I say it out loud, they have no injuries, so he wouldn't play as much because everyone's— Correct. So there's that. So here we go. We are the five seed playing on up oh, the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> so here we go. We're just going to jump right into it. Uh, we're up one zero. 
We are 1-1 uh, as they take a game in Minnesota. 2-1, uh, we're up. We take the first game in Golden State. 3-1, we sweep Golden State in Golden State. No, that would be home because they're the home. Oh, they're, the, right. they're the so higher right. seed. You're so right. we win so both games at home. We did win one game yeah. in Golden State. Yep. So very good. 4-1. Nothing wrong with that. Taking a look at the box score, I'm very curious. Uh, Gorgie Jang putting up really 10-9-2. So Jang's worked out really well for them. Jarrett Culver is a is a is a did not play. So they're not even playing him. Which I don't feel like would be a realistic thing. No. Um, although, I mean, look at uh, who's he going to play. I mean, I think he'd play over Alec Burks. Although Alec Burks played great. Uh, 16 points, 4 rebounds, but Marquise 4 Chris, from 3. Marquise Chris isn't getting 13 minutes of Jarrett Culver's on that team. Well, different positions, though. Marquise still, Chris is more of a, still, more of a no, 4. I've... For us, uh, very good game for D'Angelo Russell. Uh, Wiggins and Towns dominate. I mean, it's as good as it gets. All right, so move on to round number two. We are unfortunately taking on the number one seed, Houston Rockets, which in no way are they going to be the number one seed. It just it's not happening. Here we go. Uh, game one, Houston. Uh, game two, Houston. This is not looking great. Game three, Houston, and we have been swept. Surprise, surprise. I mean, Houston's not that good, so I'm a little surprised that that actually worked out that way. I am curious. Here we go. Uh, in your Western Conference Finals, uh, Houston versus L.A., which is no way that's going to happen. I'm talking, sorry, L.A. Lakers. I, it'll probably be Lakers Clippers. Would yeah. not shock me. That would. I think that would probably be it. And by the way, it's it's Brooklyn versus which they the, they faced off in the round before. Do you see that? Lakers did make it. By the way, Lakers taking on the Nets in your championship. Keep in mind the Nets are fully healthy. Yeah, Kyrie, so Kyrie Irving and, and Kevin Durant. Durant are there. And no shock, Lakers 3-1. Ooh, and the Lakers blow it. The Lakers blow a 3-1 lead. Wow. Uh-oh. Kyrie Irving gets his revenge on his hated rival, yep. LeBron James. Yep. So kind of funny. I'll take that. Pretty accurate, I think, if everyone was healthy. So that's not too surprising. Uh, so we jump into the offseason. Lots to go over there. Uh uh, the top six picks, by the way, are now done through the lottery. Only the top six? No. Right now, it's only top three. Right? No, oh, remaining picks gotcha, are determined gotcha. by record, so it's only uh, the top no, no, six. No, no, no. We're not doing that. I'm sorry. We're rejecting that. The one thing I want to change, by the way, I am going to add in. Um, we've done this kind of recently, is, or I've done this recently when I've been doing this, but is adding in the change to the draft where players are eligible at 18 because you get a better crop of players. All right, so that's been approved. And then uh, jumping ahead to the uh, NBA draft lottery, obviously we don't have a pick. We did make some trades to get future picks, but um, we're not going to have anything in this first round here as we did trade our pick, which would have been the 22nd pick. So think about that. The 22nd pick, Jarrett Culver, a second-round pick, and Gorgie Jang. I think for both teams that, that works out pretty good. I think so. No one's too upset. I mean, obviously, if you're the Warriors, you probably would have liked a better pick. Now, in this scenario, the one difference is the Warriors were 100% healthy, and they actually chose to trade their pick to the Nets, which would have been pick 24. In real life, Interesting. they would have a higher pick. Yeah. It yep. didn't work out oh, that yeah. way. They'd probably be a, what, top yep. five pick at this point. Yep. Did not work out that way because they were fully healthy, which is fine. I mean, I'm okay with that. Now, we have a couple changes to make here off the air. And then we'll come back at you at the draft or at the 
uh, start of free agency and kind of go over things there. You're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing Net channel, and we are the Howl. All right, so we're at the draft now. We do have just a second-round pick. Looking at some of the players, uh, Jamal Reese is available. Do you remember him? He's the guy we grab as a two-way player all the time. Oh, yeah, and he always usually gets really, really upset with us. How about this? Vasilis Charolampopoulos. Charolampopoulos. Oh, yeah. Good, good old Vassy. Such a... That's a name. Like That's a tough name to pronounce, to say the least. So a C-plus player would be the best player available. I think we got to take Vassy. Actually, it's him. 6'9", with a 7-foot wingspan as a small forward. Yes. And he's 18 years old. I think that's a win for me. Out of Northwestern, apparently. Oh, and he's got he's got the uh, Glenn Robinson uh, look yep. going on. I'm not sure what caused him to slide this far in the draft, but credit to the Timberwolves for picking him up here when given the opportunity. To be fair, they never really say, like, wow, that was a terrible pick. You know, have you ever had that happen? You know, Rob, I think there's one thing. There's a sim that we're going to have to try where we acquire, like, four first-round draft picks and in a draft and take the bottom four in the draft and see what they say and see how bad we are. This guy's at 70, by the way, which picking in the second round and later in the second round is pretty good. And at 18. Yeah. That's pretty solid in my book. Um, picking up the options, obviously, of Josh Okogie and Katie Bates Diop. That's no surprise. Uh, Anthony Davis did decline his player option, so there is that. Not that we can sign anybody. We have no money. Yeah. But that's the whole reason we did what we did anyways. Um, we're not going to give uh, Milos Teodosic a, a uh, qualifying offer, but McLaughlin, Martin, and Bell, just in case we need to have them. Well, sorry, Spanish TJ Lavin. We're not giving you an offer. Yep, correct. <laughs> Goodbye to you. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, so we are right now we have 10 players, no money. And let's see. I wonder if we can actually get um, Jamal Reese, the guy that we talked about. Nope. Oh, yeah, we can. So Jamal Reese actually is available. We'll grab him as a, a nice two-way prospect. Although uh, a week into the season, he'll probably be angry with us as they tend to get. And then we'll also look at uh, that Ted, Travis Glover gets pretty good. Yeah, so he I, does. So does uh, Singleton. Yep. So both good uh, two-way options. We will grab uh, both of them. We will decline the option of Milos Teodosic. I don't know about you. Uh, what do you think about Noah Vonley? No. Absolutely not. I've, uh, seen, I've seen enough of him already this season. I'm fine with that. Uh, Shabazz Napier, I would like to keep him if we can because he's a good backup. Jordan Bell, um, obviously I don't have to ask. Zach Randolph, uh, we're going to decline his because uh, that's like $4 million, and I'm not, I'm not paying him that. So Jordan McLaughlin... In the game, just is not that good. So I think it's okay. I think we got to say goodbye to him. Kalen Martin is decent. Uh, you know, 72 overall is not bad. Three-point specialist, I'd be willing to, uh, you know, at least uh, consider him down the road. We have a ton of trade exemptions, by the way. So that'll give us a little um, wiggle room once the actual free agency starts. We're barely under the cap, though. Or barely over the cap. We're only two hundred eighty-two thousand over the cap, which is actually, all things considered, is not that bad. That's not bad at all, considering where we've been in some of these uh, simulations we've done. Or Aaron, when we've done drafts, and Aaron's like a hundred million over the cap because you can be when you do a fantasy draft. Yep. Yeah, good old, good old Groshan. All right, so here we are, day one, and actually it didn't help us at all. The trade exemptions did nothing. We're still two hundred eighty-two thousand uh, over the cap. Which, still, in honesty, is not bad at all. I'd like to look at, are there any decent young players that we can maybe take a, a shot at? Mac McClung. Yep. Like, and that has to happen. Four-year deal for Mac McClung. Looking at some of the other guys, uh, 
There's a, a Johnny Juzang. I remember that name. We got to try to sign Johnny Juzang. He doesn't make a lot of money, so I think it's worth it if we can get either one of them. Mac McClung signed. Let's go. Which, did you see, by the way, speaking of Mac McClung, did you see the game he had recently for Georgetown? Just uh-uh. like 30, 30 something points. Just kids, dominating. Kids good. I, he's taller than I thought. He's 6'2. I, for some reason, thought he was shorter than that. 6'2, athletic, sh- can shoot the lights out. I'm surprised that my, he's, my he's only not worry with more. my only worry with him is that it's going to be uh, like Jimmer's Jimmer's uh, disease, as I call it. I don't know why Jimmer never like got, he gets he gets grouped into that kind of category. Don't you feel? I don't know your thoughts. I never felt like Jimmer got a fair shake. He didn't. I, there's some players that really never get a true shot in the NBA. I don't think whether it's the coaching staff you go to, which we've had a number of players. I think Alexi Shved's one of those guys that if he had gone to a different team, I think he would have panned out really well. I could see that. Because he went over to Russia, and he won MVP the next year. Yep. And so certain players just uh, – in Minnesota, we've, we've definitely ruined some careers. I mean, that's a, that's yeah, a 100% have. of fact. Yep. Bielitsa, how Now, Bielitsa's playing well right now, but how good could his career have been from the get-go when he got here if he didn't have Thibs, yeah. who never really believed in duty EB? I mean – he was the he was I, he was LeBron James before LeBron James. So I was a big in duty. I was a big in duty. Eb. I was a big fan of his. He he never played much. When they did, I remember. So back when I was in college, this is when this happened. I remember watching him play the Spurs. They finally played him. He looked really good, and then they never played again. So there must have been something they saw in practice. Yeah. There's got to be a reason why he didn't play, right? I mean, he went he went overseas, and, and he, it wasn't like he lit up the gym. No. So. I don't. Maybe we won't include him in that. But there's definitely a number of guys out there like that. And I think that that's that's always going to be the concern with certain teams. But we have the coach. We are the GM. We can make sure Mac McClung gets a fair shake. Yep, he's getting a fair shake. Twelve players is what we're sitting at right now. Uh, the answers, the questions would be uh, Napier, Bell, and Martin. If you get those three guys as your last three, I'm not too upset about I'm that. I'm good with that. My only concern there is I, I wouldn't mind maybe bringing in some specialists instead. Tremont Waters, uh, I don't know about you, man, but I'd like whoever this is. If we could get him over uh, over Vonley, I think it's worth it. Oh, he may, he wants too much. Did you see how good he is? Some of his statistics. Mm-mm. I wonder if he would take a one year. Nope, we can't afford him. Unfortunately, what sucks is he's a great system match too. Yeah. What about? Oh no, never mind. Allen is older. I think we could have gotten Waters if we didn't sign Mac McClung. I, I'd rather have Mac. I would as well. I think at this stage we tried out. Um, so looking at the pieces, I think we let's decline Martin and try to get just Bell and Napier. Does that work? Good idea. So we'll see if either of those guys. Now they both would have to take basically just a qualifying offer, I believe, for us to be able to sign him because we're over the cap. Jordan Bell accepts it. Uh, Unfortunately, though, Shabazz Napier does not. So we are actually going to have to uh, take a look at uh, some other options. Because roster-wise, you've got Russell. I guess McClung is our backup. Beautiful. Let's see what happens. I'm really, Let's I'm actually go with that. really good with that. And then you've got Travis Glover as your emergency guy. Let's take a look. Because we don't have 14 players. We're at 13 right now. So we do need to find uh, one other guy that's going to be able to uh, jump off the page. We're kind of in no man's land right now where you can't sign anybody, so I'll have to wait till uh, training camp. 
So as we're doing some off-season simulation, another thing I wanted to talk about is the G League. Did you do? Did you see that they're uh, working with the NBA Players Association? They are going to unionize. Good for them. League fully supports it, which is not a shock. Yep. Uh, it's pretty standard that you see that in the professional sports world. So I think that's an exciting step in the right direction. Yeah. The other thing we should talk about, this came out last week, that I believe it's next year they're looking to add a Mexico team for, to the G League. Uh, yeah, the uh, uh, Capitans mm-hmm. or is the uh, the team name. Which I think is which I think is also great for them expanding across the world. The big um, difference between this and like when you had the NFL, for example, talking about possibly going over to London. No one's going to London. Yeah. No one's choosing to go to London. You're not getting free agents. It's just not smart. That's not one that makes a lot of sense to me. But Mexico, it's it's not that far. I think there's a lot of incentive there. Yep. It's cool. It's very similar to like the NBA reach having like I my guess would be eventually G League teams. You probably have a G League team in in uh, Canada. Now I don't know. Maybe the Raptors already have one, but those are places that make sense because they're they're close enough yep. where you could you could understand that maybe a player would choose to go there. So overall, I think that makes a lot of sense. And there's a, I think there's a lot to like about uh, what we're seeing um, from the G League, and I like that they're making it more of a true minor league system. I think that's something that the NBA has needed for a long time. I agree. Yeah, and uh, congratulations, and and super exciting to have a uh, a Mexico G League team. So now we're at. Arguably one of the most important positions um, in the game or points in the game, which is training camps. We do have four because we have an A-plus trainer. So looking at how this team is laid out, I think Mac McClung is one. I'd like to see what he kind of turns into. I, I think that that's something we kind of want to watch for. And yeah, one and that's, thing I appreciate, that's, that's a guy that we're not going to just trade away for a bag of peanuts. So it's good to develop him. And, and one thing I like about uh, the way this draft class was made is Mac McClung is a 68. In some of the other ones, they've made him like a 74 or 75. And no offense to Mac, but I don't think that's realistic. Coming into the league, he wouldn't be that. What's good. his overall? It's a 68. Ugh. It's like a 75 in, in some of the other draft classes because, you know, he's this overhyped ball is life guy. And so I think that makes a huge difference. Yeah. So I, I think it's a little more realistic. He's a little lower uh, when he first gets into the league. Nas Reed is another one I think we should send to the training camp. Yeah, I'm okay with that. That gets him into the A minus category, which is good. Another guy that I think would make some sense is probably sending uh, Josh Akogi. Are you all right with that? Sure. So, Josh. And then what about uh, – let's go down the list here. What about Juzang? Juzang. Or uh, I think the rookie the, – or the draft pick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, with the name, I'm not even uh, – Cheryl – Good old Vassie. Cheryl Ampopoulos. So, there – ooh, his, his potential is bad. He is it? He a B minus to a B. Oof. So we're going to have to invest a lot in him if we're going to make him better. So here we are advancing to the next season. Says, uh, oh, we actually don't have 14 players, I guess. I thought we had grabbed one. Let's see. Uh, they ask you, of course, if you want to have them sign a player, which you never do. Oh, duh, because we couldn't do it earlier. That's right. Yeah, we tried to get the guy that we wanted, and we didn't, but so, we never came back to it. There's some big name free agents, but we can't sign big name guys. We need to sign someone that's kind of a min, uh, more of a min type player. Maybe a, a perimeter defensive specialist if someone is available that doesn't make a lot of money. Corey Joseph. I like uh, Corey Joseph. The problem with Corey Joseph is he take minutes away from Mac. Yeah, that's true. So I would say we go for a position that's not uh, going to take away from him. How about a, a guy we no. Jonathan Simmons is listed as a point guard. That makes no sense to me. When did he, when did that happen? Uh, Shaq Harris. Uh, Drew Holiday. 
Or is that Justin Holiday? That's Justin Holiday. Oh, okay. Actually, I wouldn't mind that. Should we grab Justin Holiday? Yeah, I'd say either him or Garrett Temple. And a, a one-year min deal. Perfect. I think Justin Holiday's perfect. Can hit the three Happily if he needs to. Accepted. Good perimeter defender. For your 14th guy, I think that's you could do a lot worse as far as veterans yep. are concerned. All right, so here we are at the start of the season. Let's go over the roster, Kevin. So uh, why don't you start us? Why don't you uh, go over the different positions here? Yeah. So D'Angelo Russell and Mac McClung are the point guards with Travis Glover as our backup. Uh, at the shooting guard, it's Wiggins, Akogi, Justin Holiday, and Jalen Noel. Small forwards: Rocco, Jake Lehman, uh, Vasily or Vasilius Charlampopoulos. And he's already mad, by the way. Is he? <laughs> yes. And then Justin Juzang or Johnny Juzang. Uh, Who, by the way, got... Johnny Zuzang, whoever made this guy, he looks like he got uh, he broken noses in the uh, octagon. <laughs> My goodness. Our power forwards, Katie Bates-Diop and Jamal Reese. And then Kat, Jordan Bell, and Nas Reed. I think that's pretty good. If we take a look at the uh, power rankings, see what they think of us just uh, before we even have a game. Wow, uh, NBA.com has us as 11. I'm good with that. 2K Sports. Uh, they tend to be the haters in this uh, in this equation. Unfortunately, has us 29th, and then uh, Eric why, Benish. Why is, why is 2K hating? They seem to hate quite a bit. They do. And Eric Benish has us 11th. So I I think uh, 11th is pretty fair. I think that's a a, a pretty good uh, look at what this team could be going into. Uh, you know, based on the roster, I, I like what we've kind of built here. I think we're a playoff team. So I think uh, so. We're gonna jump uh, jump into the season now, and we have started the simulation going towards the trade deadline. All right, as we're waiting on the simulation, here's an interesting uh, little fact here. So from the NBA, if the Bucks beat Dallas tonight, and if the Lakers beat Indiana tomorrow, then Bucks Lakers on Thursday will have the top combined winning percentage in NBA history, minimum 25 games. Really, be 50 and six, 89.3 percent. Previous record was Spurs Warriors, 78-10. Uh, with an 886, uh, 88.6. So that's crazy. From That was from 2016. Well, aren't the, aren't the uh, Bucks on like an 18-game winning streak or something like that They've right now? They've been just incredible. And one thing that's funny, someone mentioned this, that there was a video someone made where they went on ESPN and they and they uh, they actually recorded how, how difficult was it to find a story on the Bucks in their, uh, <laughs> in their actual uh, winning streak, and it was quite difficult. I saw it on one show, but it was a pretty quick conversation, and then they kind of moved on from it. So, yeah, it, they're, it's, a, it's the you know, mid-media market bias, basically, is what it is, is they're not talking about them. One thing you'll like is uh, uh, your girl from uh, Oregon, Sabrina Linescu. Did you hear, did you hear about that? Yeah, she's crushing she it. She recorded her 20th career triple-double today uh, in her 119th career game, and according to Elias Sports, the only player in NBA, WNBA, or men's or women's D1 basketball history to reach 20 career triple-doubles in fewer career games. Uh, the only person that did it in less career games was Oscar Robertson. She's she's absolutely crushing it. And I, would, I would definitely take her on the links. She is 100% proving why uh, she's going to be the number one overall pick, and it benefited her to stay one more year. She's got unfinished business, and that team... They beat the women's national team, by the way. I don't know if you saw that. Team I USA. Not. Yeah. Crazy. Oregon women's basketball beat Team USA. Well, Just, by the way, 18 games, by the way, was the Bucks. You were right. 18 games was that streak. Yeah. So it's, just tons of streaks right now going on. So much to like about um, all these different, uh, different storylines, whether yeah. it's NBA, whether it's college. 
Um, speaking of storylines, though, we are sitting at the trade deadline. The Wolves are 24-27. and 27. Three, That is bad. Three games under. Um, let's see. who's So, uh, uh, Travis Glover, our two-way guy, is uneasy. Mac McClung's uneasy. What are you uneasy about? Is he not playing? I, he's got to be playing. Um, let's see. Who else is upset? Because it seems like everyone's upset. Um, all our shooting guards are are fine, which is good. Robert Covington is anxious. Maybe because oh, we're not God. winning games, I guess. That could be it. Uh, Johnny Juzang is restless. Uh, whatever that guy's. Chara Lampopoulos is uncertain. I people are mad, man. I don't. I don't get it. I don't know what else we can do. I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, Katie Bates, Diep, and Robert Covington both are going to test free agency. No shot because they're both pissed. So should we maybe try to move on from Rocco? See if we can get something before letting him walk. I think, well, we're not we're not winning with him, so Might let's as well. see uh, what kind of offers. Now, again, this would be next season is where we're at. So we jump into the trade finder. Uh, the first offer is bad. Cody Zeller. That's really bad. Uh, the second offer is not any better. So for for the most part, so far, every offer out out there is quite crappy. I mean, these are bad offers, dude. Like not even not even remotely good. The best, the best offer we've gotten so far is Ignis Brazodakis, and that's not a good offer. Good old Iggy. I mean, these are bad. It looks like we'll be holding on uh, to uh, Robert Covington. Asharich so, in a second, because, of course, those guys are always going to be Ricky Rubio. We have to include a second-round pick to get Ricky Rubio. Yeah, nice try. By the way, he's with the Raptors now. Weird. Okay. Uh, Eric Gordon in a first is not the worst trade ever, but it's the Rockets first, and they just... Made to the championship, yep. so not gonna nope. not gonna be valuable. Covington in a first for a Jakob Pertle and Trey Lyles, nope. Pat Bev in a second, nope. These these are awful. Gorgie, we, we can get, get Gorgie back. Yeah, Allen uh, Smalogic and uh, Gorgie Jang, nope. Woo! Get All right, Gorgie so I think back. we'll be holding on to uh, Robert Covington. Dang it! So here we go. Uh, what are your thoughts? I actually, I I don't know. I'm not going to say we ride the ship. Something's not right with this team. Could be that we embraced Mac McClung as our point guard. He is already up to a 70, though. Yep. Which is, I mean, that's, for a rookie, that's not bad. But something's not working. And it, it was, is he like he's 19 or something like that? I think he'd be 19 at this stage. Yep. Which in real life, he's older than that. I think he's probably 19 in college. I don't think he's 18. No, he. Well, yeah, he's he's a freshman at Georgetown this year. No, he's not. He played Georgetown last year too. Oh, he's a sophomore now? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yep. Okay. And he improved almost all of his numbers. Yeah. I was just yeah. uh, having a conversation with someone about Mac McClung. And that and I was looking at uh sportsreference.com has like the college numbers. Done a great job of improving uh in many aspects of his game. Contract extension deadline, nobody was willing to uh re-sign with us because we're for whatever reason just not good at basketball right now. We lost 20, to the Knicks. 28 and 32 is our record. Uh, a win against the Pacers, which is nice. Win against the uh, Wizards, which is less nice. But I mean, you'll, you'd rather win than lose. Three game win streak. We're I'm, almost I'll, I'll to five hundred. As I bet we lose. Nope, four game win streak. We're one game off of five hundred, which we hit with a game with a win against the Suns. Close loss to the Lakers. That's not too bad. We'll take that. Uh, thirty two and thirty three. We were five hundred for a for about a second. It's not great. Right now, we're on pace for 41 wins, which would be a drop of 10 wins. Ish. Which we haven't, we didn't change anything other than adding some depth. I guess we didn't bring, we didn't have uh, 
no Vonley's not back, and we don't have a strong enough backup point guard. That could be yeah. a big. That could be the issue. Thirty-five and thirty-five. Looks like we're going to finish right at that five hundred mark, more than likely. Who do you think is the so Giannis is probably your MVP again because that seems pretty more than pretty yeah, I mean that's that's the standard. I think we haven't seen we haven't even looked. I bet the number one seed in the West is probably the Lakers again. I think the Clippers are up there too. Yep. Actually, the number one seed last season was the Rockets. Now that I oh say yeah, that. that's right. I don't think that that holds though. We are thirty nine and thirty seven. Nah, no, I mean it's it's. It, I think we're gonna finish at five hundred exactly. That's what it looks like to me. Win against the Mavs, which is pretty good. Hopefully, a Ma- hopefully a win against the Cavaliers. Yep, win against the Cavs. So forty-one and thirty-eight. So at worst, we'll finish uh, at five hundred exactly. We've got uh, two games left. We just had a close loss to the Nuggets. I guess on the plus side, we're not. It's not like we're getting blown out, right? Exactly. We're we're losing a win against the Warriors, which is huge. So and we're going to we finish over 500. With a win over the Clippers. Let's go. 40, now who knows? Who knows? They may have already clinched, so they were sitting Kawhi 43 and Paul and 39. George. That's not bad. Load management. Giannis is your MVP, which we thought. Cole Anthony, rookie of the year. Uh, Ricky Rubio, sixth man of the hey, year. Hey, boy, Rick. Kawhi Leonard, defensive player of the year again. Kobe White's most improved. Um, kind of looks like sure. Andrew Wiggins in that picture, by the way. 100%. 100%. I think he does. I said that on Twitter, by the way, uh, a couple months ago, and people laughed at me. They're like, I don't see it. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. I think it looks a lot like him. Mike Budenholzer is your coach of the year. Good for him. All right, so let's take a look at uh, the rest here. Carl Towns is first team All-NBA. Who's Kevin Hervey? Oh, sorry. It, it jumped to rookie. I'm very confused here. I was like, what? All right, so Carl oh, Towns. He get first team or second team? Joel Embiid is uh is back now on the uh, second team. Uh, no D'Angelo Russell, unfortunately. Would have been nice to see. Let's see. All defensive first team. No one on that list for us. Nope. And uh, as far as rookies, we didn't really play our rookies other than uh, we probably got some time for Mac McClung, but wasn't good enough. Not enough, yeah. So we finish. Uh, we did make it. We're the sixth seed. Wow, okay. That's not bad. Okay. Take on the Warriors again, right? We took them on the first Yeah, yep, we beat them. All right, game one goes to us. In Golden State. Game two goes to us. We sweep in Golden State. 3-0. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Yes, sir. We sweep the Golden State Warriors. Who was the, uh, let's see, once we get through uh, into the next one, uh, looking at the box score, Russell was great. Kata Bates-Diop was phenomenal. So you got very good play from a number of different players. Josh Okoge can't shoot still, which is not great. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Uh, Lakers were the one seed, by the way. They're taking on the four seed Rockets now who advanced. We're taking on the seven seed. All right. All right. So we actually have the advantage here. Portland. 1-0, 2-0, 3-0, 4-0. We have not lost a game yet. We're in the Western Conference Finals. We were taking it easy. Load management. Load management. Load management through the season. Uh-oh. Oh. Rob, we're taking on our... Our nemesis. Our nemesis. Our playoff who, nemesis, Houston. Who dominated the Lakers. I think we lose this, unfortunately. I think we do, too. And I... I it's I, still good to make it to the Western Conference Finals. It Let's is. Not, I just don't think this goes well. Uh, we lose game one. We lose game two. We lose game three. And oh, we one game four. One game five. One game six. Hey! And we're moving on! Hey! We're moving on! Hey! Down 3-0 to 
and we're going to the championship. Four games in a row we win. <laughs> we're taking on the Bucks in the championship. Let's go. Let's do it, Rob. That's as good as it gets. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, Kata Bates Diop, by the way, is absolutely dominating in the playoffs. How? I, I, I honestly don't understand it. I love it. I love, I love it. it. I just don't understand it. Here we go. Taking on the Bucks in the NBA championship. Game one goes to us. Game two goes to us. Game three goes to us. We sweep Woo! the NBA championship. Four games. Oh, suck it, Giannis. You are not the MVP because Carl Anthony Towns is your NBA finals MVP as the Wolves take the championship. How about that? That's great. And not honestly, not a big change. We didn't we didn't go out of our way to make any nope. weird changes. It's the same core. D'Angelo Russell gets us a championship. In two years. In two freaking years. How about that? I love it. Sign me up. Very pleased for that. Uh, that's going to do it for this, uh, this portion of our show. Lots of great content coming up. Uh, this would be a good chance, I think. Kevin, why don't we talk about what's coming up in a couple months here in February? Yeah, so February 26th is the uh, next event. We've had a couple uh, trivia slash viewing parties uh, here already this year. And first off, we want to say thank you to everybody that came out to those. We really appreciate it. We just had the one uh, a couple nights ago. Yeah. And so we're having another one here again, uh, again, February 26th. It's going to be at Finnegan's Brewery, downtown Minneapolis, as the Wolves, I believe they take on the Clippers that night, Rob. So, uh, we've got great prizes. We've got trivia. Uh, Finnegan's is a great place to go. They've got great beer, great food, too. They're French fries to die for. And Absolutely we will update you more on the timing of that when uh, as it comes through but mark yep. it on your calendars we want to get a big crowd for this one not that we haven't for the other ones we uh, we appreciate everyone that came out for those but we really want to push the first two times we did this were home games this is an away game so no excuse you got to make it out yep. to finnegan's in downtown minneapolis and you get rob's trivia so it's basically a a little bit of like a can kevin koozie situation yep. except uh some changes we got the anagrams yep yep it's, we definitely it's, a, it's have... a good time plus you'll get to meet us hang out with us yep and uh, have some good beer and win some good prizes too. So come on down February 26th to Finnegan's Brewery, downtown Minneapolis. And more uh, to come on the Howl. You're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net Channel.